0: The Florida Gators football team has undergone quite a bit of a transition over the past few months, and we're going to get in-depth on what you could see schematically on this Florida Gators offense, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Tuesday. I'm Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole9Sports and GiantsCountry on SI.com. Before getting into today's content, just going to ask you a like, subscribe, leave a comment, review, whatever it is. Let me know how I can make the show better. You know I'm always going to ask you this every day. Just do it, and then maybe I'll shut up eventually about it. You never know. Joining me now is Tyler Fornes. Found him on Twitter at the Real Forno. and I mean, you've, you've met him before. He's been here for a few Locked On Gators episodes, and now he's here because he took an in-depth look at the Louisiana Raging Cajuns offense from last year, which is going to be probably very similar to what we see on the field this year in Gainesville. And, Tyler, I, I just want to start off right away. What did Louisiana do last season as far as throwing the ball under Billy Napier? Because we talked about the run game, and we'll get to it. But what did they do throwing the ball?
1: Uh, throwing the ball, you could tell that they wanted to run a lot of different kind of concepts. You see uh, a lot of different levels, versions, floods, verts, smash. Like They're using all all your general basic concepts. The problem was, Levi Lewis had a pasta noodle for an arm, and he couldn't really generate a lot of power with his small frame. You get a guy like Anthony Richardson who can make all those throws, and you can really start to utilize the space because they they want to use the spread concept, but they also want to focus on running the football. So they keep guys spread out. They run a lot of 10 personnel and 12 personnel, which is a lot of fun because you can do a lot of different things. Plus, with the 12 personnel, you could have those guys as kind of big slots, really try to confuse the defense. and I like how varied the passing concepts are. They like to run different things consistently rather than, hey, oh, it's third down. We're going to go back to the well. Now, I mean, they run levels concepts quite a bit, but they do them in varied forms and varied formations. So it, it doesn't feel consistent. It doesn't feel repetitive, which I think is a really big key. I did go back to uh, 2020 when uh, new Gators offensive coordinator, I believe it's Rob Sale, he was the offensive coordinator for Louisiana. That play calling was tremendous because he would do a lot of setup stuff. They'd run a lot of like inside and wide zone, and then they'd run a jet sweep action off of it, and then they'd run a jet sweep. And getting uh, players moving and thinking before they react is going to really help this Gators offensive line, and especially Montrell Johnson, who thrived last year, for Billy Napier in that system.
0: Yeah, that's great. When you were like, oh, I watched 2020 uh, Rob Sale. I was like, oh, he's going to say it was bad. He's going to say it was bad. So I'm I'm glad you're like, that play calling was tremendous. Um, What did they do as far as running the ball? What what were their tendencies, really?
1: Honestly, it was mostly inside zone. Uh, They did do some wide zone stuff, some of it out of the pistol. Um, But they would run some, like, power and gap plays and just get offensive linemen on the move. They didn't do that a ton, but they did like to do it. And they like to do it from a pistol set. Do some, and they did some read option stuff. I think that'll become a little bit more prevalent because Anthony Richardson obviously has the body to be able to take on it and absorb contact. Levi Lewis didn't really have that. And I think that's gonna be one of the biggest differences for the Gators this year is how Anthony Richardson can take this offense to the next level where Levi Lewis was simply conducting the train.
0: Yeah, and then you you mentioned the pistol offense, which, I mean, that's not something that we've really seen too much of in Gainesville. We haven't seen much pistol lately. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how that goes and all that read option. But quickly backtracking to the passing attack, you mentioned all the different kinds of concepts that they run. What do you think we could see kind of carry over to Gainesville?
1: I think you can really see everything carry over. Obviously, they like to use multiple tight ends frequently. At Louisiana, uh, when you look at the Gators depth chart at tight end right now, it, there is a lot to be desired for a number of reasons. And I think that's just something because of how varied the offense is and you don't have to pigeonhole yourself like, oh, we have to have this set to run this concept. They were running inside zone from every personnel formation, every grouping. And there was a, a, no real consistency as to what that looked like. So I think that can be a really big benefit long-term. And in the short term, while you try and figure out that tight end room, one thing I did like, they used a lot of split zone. So you got the, the tight end or, or fullback, kicking over to the other side to seal off the defender. And they, they started using that and then they ran jet sweeps off of it. So it's really about trying to get the defense to overpursue and then take advantage of opportunities like that. I like what this running game is. It's relatively simple. But at the same time, it, it keeps defenses thinking. And when you have the kind of backs and obviously quarterback that Florida does, there's an opportunity to really make some damage.
0: Yeah, um, everybody that listens to this show regularly knows that once you said split action or split zone, I, I instantly love that. I, I, I love when Florida did it last year, and I'm loving that it's still going to be here next year. We're about to talk more about this Florida Gators scheme, but first – Talk to you guys about bet online real quick. It is conference playoff time in the NBA. The Suns went bye bye. Dorian Finney Smith, Mavs legend, Gators legend. He's going to the Western Conference Finals. Al Horford, Gators legend. He's going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Chris Chioza is going to be on the Warriors, and they're in the Western Conference Finals. And then Eudonis Aslan is still on the Heat. A Gator is winning a national title this year year they're winning the NBA finals and you can bet on that at betonline.net it's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information you can bet on any of these teams to win the finals and make some money it's gonna happen just not bad A gators winning just bet on whichever team has your favorite gator it's as simple as that head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action check out bet online it's where the game starts we're back now with Locked On Gators. Joining me again is Tyler is at the Real Forno on Twitter. And just we've been talking about this scheme. We're going to keep talking about this scheme a little bit with a different conference, obviously going from the Sun Belt to the SEC and a different talent level and completely different roster. What do you think some of the biggest changes will be or might be in this Gator scheme compared to the Raging Cajuns?
1: I really don't think they're going to have to do a lot of changes because uh, while the t- talent that you're playing against is going to a new level, the talent that Billy Napier is going to be working with is also going to a new level. I think it's going to translate relatively easily. It's a spread offense. And within that spread offense, there's a focus on running the football with the inside zone. Can the offensive line keep up? Can the, can the running backs, can somebody actually establish themselves as the guy it feels like Montreal Johnson has done that. He obviously did as a true freshman last year with the Raging Cajuns under Billy Napier. But you have Naquan Wright, who's, who's my boy. You have Demarcus Bowman, Lorenzo Lingard. There is a plethora of backs in this backfield that has a lot of talent. Can they really make it a focus to get one guy taken care of and then have a true compliment back? Or is this going to be just a wonky situation like we've had the past few years with Dan Mullen, where there really is no one guy that the coaching staff believes in, and then you just kind of, give everybody eight to 10 touches. Like, I think that's going to be the big thing right away. I I really don't see any kind of poor translation. Like, I mean, you could talk about gimmicky offenses. Like, did, did everybody think that Houston Baptist, like gimmicky air raid offense was going to set records at Western Kentucky? I mean, maybe, but the fact that it did, like you're going up quite a few levels of football when you're coming from Houston Baptist. Uh, Louisiana to uh to Florida. Yeah, I have no qualms about it. Yeah, that, that that's fantastic.
0: And you mentioned someone that you were like, "That's my guy," and that my guy as well, Naquan Wright. And you know, we talk about frequently. Obviously, every time that previously I've talked about this scheme change, and then now you or this scheme transferring over to Florida, and then now you bring it up. Do I ha- I have a dream that I would like to hear your thoughts on Naquan Wright? Playing a little bit in the slot and kind of be in that jet sweep guy.
1: I like the idea of that. I just wonder with the with the Gators' uh, current depth chart of the receiver, how much we're actually going to see that. Obviously, you have Shorter and Henderson. They're not going to be that guy. Whittemore could be that guy. Uh, Winston's, or sorry, Weston's got some juice. Like, I, I kind of like it. Um, I wonder if Napier's going to be willing to be that type of creative. Because we're used to that type of creativity in Gainesville, especially with the Urban Meyer and even in the Dan Mullen days when you get guys like Kadarius Tony, Percy Harvin, Andre debose guys who are, are really – not scat backs, but that's kind of the best, best way to describe what kind of weapon they are. They can really do a myriad of things. And when you have a guy that can do that, try and utilize them in all, all those facets. Keep the defense guessing as to what they're going to do, because if they're guessing, it's going to be more likely you hit a big play. Right in that role could be really nice. I don't know if they're going to be willing to be that creative early on. Yeah, I don't, bringing back Andre DeBose is a blast from the past on that one. Um, and then you
0: also mentioned earlier, you you t- kind of talked about the big slot that Louisiana like to use. And I mean, I, I know that I mentioned it on the show last week, I believe it was where, I forgot his name, but Louisiana's leading slot receiver last season was a big slot. He was 6'3", I believe it was, 225. Do you think we maybe see Justin Shorter work more in the slot or Xavier Henderson work more in the slot this year compared to last year?
1: You know, I would like to see Justin Shorter kind of uh, play a little bit of a big slot role. I think he can win on the outside, but I think he's better in short areas. And the best place to put a guy who's better in short areas is in the slot. It kind of likens me to, like, kind of like the Nikhil Harrys of the world. I think he's a better separator than Harry, but Harry really struggled on the outside. A lot of it has to do with his size and quickness. And Shorter uses his body incredibly well to block out. He, you can tell he was a former basketball player just by watching him run routes and how he how he steals off defenders so he can go attack the football. That that guy should be maximized in the slot, and you can kind of do a little bit of everything. With him, you don't have to pigeonhole him there, but I would like to see him get those opportunities and kind of be used in a similar way to how Kyle Pitts was used uh, his last year at Florida. Spread him out, let him attack spaces, let him attack defenders, and don't pigeonhole him to one spot. And then we're going to talk about Anthony
0: Richardson and his role in this offense or how this offense could kind of change his game a little bit. But first, we'll talk to guys about Bilt Bar. NFL draft is over. The NBA playoffs are kind of coming to a close a little bit now. And that means that it is summertime and I am dying over here. It is hot right now. And if you got to get fit, you got to get in shape, you got to get that summer body ready, make sure to eat Built Bar. Include it in your diet plan. It is fantastic. It's coated in 100% chocolate. Most bars have just 130 calories, just four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And if you want something that tastes amazing and is pretty much a protein marshmallow, make sure to order Built Puffs. They have this birthday cake flavor that is amazing. I'm eating it every single day. That's that's my snack in the middle of the day. That's what I'm doing. It it's like I said, it's a protein marshmallow. Is there a reason to not get it? It's fantastic. Built Bar is also always coming out with new limited-time flavors, so you'll never get bored. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order at Built or builtbar.com. And now to wrap up today's show, we are here once again with Tyler Fornes at the Real Forno on Twitter. And we've been talking about this Louisiana scheme, how it could come to Florida, and something that pretty much everybody that cares about Florida has been talking about, and even just the NFL Draft Community has been talking about, is Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. bazooka arm, insane mobility. But how will this scheme kind of work towards him? Because you kind of touched on it a little bit before, where Levi Lewis, we can expect Anthony Richardson to do everything Levi Lewis can do, and then some. So how can we see Anthony Richardson be maximized in this offense?
1: See, I like the word you use there, maximize, because Anthony Richardson, what he was able to do in those limited opportunities for Dan Mullen, he was able to take the offense to new heights. And that offense was really built around running the football and then taking calculated risks. And the, a lot of the times those calculated risks were, hey, Anthony, run a, run a read option, and then just take it 80 yards. But I think what this offense really allows you to do is they run a lot of play action. You can do boot action off of this, and it's a lot of different concepts. And the different concepts really, and I mentioned it earlier, when you run a lot of different concepts, it. The defense isn't going to be able to pigeonhole one exact thing. Oh, it's third down. I know they're going to run either this or this. Well, in multiple games, they're running like seven, eight different passing concepts to go and get a first down. So when when you keep the offense varied like that, it really makes a big difference. I like the fact that it's downfield passing and you're you're also giving guys opportunity underneath in space. Um, Running a lot of vertical concepts with one guy crossing short on over the middle. And if everything else is taken care of, you just dump it to the receiver and see if they can take a three-yard gain and make it something bigger. Um, There's outlets. They do a a lot of really nice things to try and get guys open, um, both scheming and then, hey, just beat your guy. It's it's a nice combination of things. And I think Richardson's acumen, intelligence, and obviously his bazooka uh, can really make a difference in hitting those uh, passing lanes.
0: And then do you think that we're going to see maybe a a bit of a screen game coming out of, out of Florida? Because I mean, we know that Anthony Richardson bazooka and they open things up underneath, but how does it look in terms of the
1: running back or wide receiver screens? See, I like that. There is, they have had, had some instances where they've taken advantage Uh, that they've run a couple plays. Like it was like, it was like a jet jet sweep action and uh they they took that they faked an inside zone and then they threw a a screen out and they had like four guys blocking completely in space and they were able to really eat yards after the catch i like that idea i like how kind of varied everything is Um, i think the screen game will be utilized i don't know how big of a focus it'll be but i do know that uh, they'll be using that to at least counterbalance all the running and passing they're going
0: to do down the field all right. Awesome. I mean, I'm hoping for that. Cause you know, we've got guys like Fenley Graham jr. Who's switching from corner to receiver and he he's mm-hmm. fast and he's got great with the ball in his hands, but he's switching from corner to receiver. He's not really going to open things up for himself. So great yeah, to yeah. get him in space and guys like Naquan. Right. But then shifting to the offensive line, what can we kind of expect from them with this offensive line that I mean, last season was atrocious and has struggled for a few years in Gainesville now. So what can we see from them in this offense under Billy Napier and under Rob Sale, who, of course, was just an offensive line coach in the NFL?
1: Honestly, it's going to be a lot of varied looks. Um, It's not just going to be, hey, inside zone or read option. They're going to do some pulling. They're going to run a decent amount of draw plays, and they're going to try and get this offensive line some help. And in getting the offensive line some help, it's, it's just a lot of different things. Um, you get the, you get the boot action, you get the zone action, jet sweeps, all the, all the different forms of getting the ball into your playmaker's hand. I think it's going to help because it's going to give that. They're not going to be like, Hey, we're doing running these two concepts. We're going to run them into the ground. No, keep everything varied, keep everything fresh. And then that in turn will help the offensive line. Plus having Anthony Richardson uh, get some points on the board early. And then you can really settle in and run the football more and not have to be worry about, hey, third down and eight consistently. And then that, that's where offensive lines that aren't very good tend to struggle. And they can really be taken advantage of because the defense can just pin their ears back. Keep the ball on the ground, vary everything, and keep the defense guessing. It's kind of the theme of this whole show. You want to just keep everything a guessing game. That,
0: that's awesome. I, I can't wait for it. I know that I am a big fan of what Billy Napier is bringing. I'm a big fan of what Patrick Tony is bringing for the defense. And I cannot wait for the Florida Gators football season to kick off this year. Thank you so much, Tyler. Catch him on Twitter at the Real Forno. And again, I always say this, we'll have you back on for sure.
1: Oh, hey, I appreciate it. love talking some Gator football, man. It, it feels exciting to have a coach in here that really, really seems different. I know we've felt that before, but this, is, this feels like something special is about to bloom. Yeah, it, It's real this time. It's real. <laughs> it didn't work for them,
0: but it might work for us. It, it might. We, we, we want it more. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back tomorrow. But we're talking more about your Florida Gators. Now make your second listen. Lockdown NFL Draft, Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E sports. And I'll see you all tomorrow.